0: Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Hour of Power podcast where we look into a subject for 60 minutes and we try to become experts about it. By we, we're talking about myself, Cameron, and joining me as always is Caleb. Caleb, how are you going this week?
1: Happy thirtieth birthday, Cameron! Uh, we are on our thirtieth episode today, so I'm saying happy thirtieth birthday to you. A few years before, I'll get to say it again. Um, this is very exciting. 30, 30 episodes deep, my friend. It's a, it's a good feeling.
0: Uh, I feel like we're counting in dog years, uh, but more yeah. extreme than dog years because I <laughs> But but there we go. Thirtieth episode. Uh, you know, thanks to everyone who's been listening along. As yep. always, we like to make this interesting, and we like to look into subjects that help us all grow mm. in a way. Last week, we looked into political correctness and we had Kevin Donnelly back on the podcast. That was a very interesting episode uh, mm-hmm. and a, a good chat about such a such a touchy topic, I would say.
1: Uh, yeah, we had some uh, good conversation after the podcast. It didn't just stop on the podcast. You and I still had some conversation to have out. There was ones. a whole a nother fun.
0: podcast. There was a whole but nother podcast and what we talked right. about.
1: That's right. But <laughs> if we had had to put that podcast on, maybe we would have had to mark it as expensive. Blizzard, so we didn't post <laughs> it, no. But uh, this week we're back, it's, uh, it's a fresh page this week, Cam, a new topic coming at you for our 30th birthday, uh, do you want to introduce this week?
0: Yeah, sure, um, this topic is a lot of fun, we're going to be looking into this week, artificial intelligence. Ooh, AI. I hit the ding bell instead of the, the applause. <laughs> This, this is why this is why I shouldn't be in charge of the sound effects.
1: <laughs> hey, if you want to give me the sound effects button, I'm not going to argue. I'm just saying it will be a much messier experience for everybody.
0: <laughs> well, yes, we're going to be looking into artificial intelligence this week, which is a conversation, may I say, that has been coming up more and more in recent times.
1: Yeah, I mean, iRobot kicked it off, I suppose. Are the robots going to
0: take over? That's the question I want to know. Are the the robots going to be taken over? I'm sure
1: there's some movie critics out there right now who just listened to me say that and they were like, no, 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 no. iRobot is not the original AI movie, but it's definitely (laughs) the one that comes to mind for me.
0: (laughs) Well, we're going to be looking into the history of artificial intelligence. Uh, We're Uh going to be looking into should the world utilize more Like artificial intelligence? Are robots that can decide our
1: house needs vacuuming actually helpful, for example? Yeah, Yeah, exactly (laughs) right.
0: I want to know that. (laughs) Or... Are we going too far with artificial intelligence? Yeah. And are we doomed to have a world that is run by robots in the future because we're just giving them so much power? That's yeah. that's kind of yeah, that's, that's right. what I'm are gonna they going to get into?
1: smarter than us? Right? That's the whole. Yeah. That's the that's the plot of all of these movies. Is like we create these great robots, and then and a few years down the track, they figure out that they don't have to listen to their human masters anymore, and they <laughs> turn on us. So you're going to look into that, did you say? <laughs>
0: You just basically, yeah, said the plot to nearly every sci-fi movie in recent times. Yeah. Well, actually,
1: I'm going to charge you with this because it is going to be, there's going to be so much popular culture coverage of this topic we've got to try and dive through i want you to quote at least one google scholar article there's my challenge cam
0: oh i hate that
1: challenge
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so i'll look into that one should basically should the world stay away from artificial intelligence or stay away from pushing it even further and now look yeah. into the future of artificial intelligence what does it actually look like in a non-biased opinion so that's my two questions you can take the history of it where did it start where's it come from yeah. You know that kind of area what it, what really is it? Like what does it fully encapsulate? And yep. uh, how we can utilize more of it. I feel like you I'm will gonna really be on like that. in the robot's team. Yeah, yeah you're in the robot's team.
1: I'm thinking of another robot movie that I really liked. Have you ever seen Real Steel? Uh no. The one where it's like boxing, but it's in the yeah. future. So instead of the humans boxing, the boxers like wear gloves and they box their robot. Anyways, I'm just I've got I've got to be careful as well. I don't just go down a YouTube rabbit warren of popular culture. Here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Google Scholar, here we come. You're gonna be watching that uh, for the whole time that we're doing the research. And you know, I would say that's actually a valuable use of time. So yeah,
1: I'm not, I mean, the other know, if, argument is the other argument is whether we get an expert as in someone who like actually works on and studies it or whether we just get someone who's a, a massive filmmaker. fan of robots.
0: You have to wait and find out for Friday's Maybe we can episode. get Will
1: Smith. What do you think? <laughs>
0: well stay tuned do do we get Will Smith for now we're going to jump into our 60 minutes worth of research we'll see you on the other side where we find out whether the robots are going to take over the world or whether we should be using them to help us take over the world I don't know that sounds like we're trying to take over the world will this podcast take over the world stay tuned Recently I'm looking into the possibility of us getting taken over by robots. Is the Hollywood plot actually something that could happen in real life? That's what I'm looking at, the risks of AI.
1: Alright, so there's uh, definitely a robot. Well, is it a robot? I don't know. Cherries out for me. Uh, but there's definitely a reference to something that came a long time before Will Smith and iRobot. Um, interesting. And sci fi may have played a more important role in this than we thought. Or at least I thought.
0: looking into artificial intelligence and some of the myths and facts behind it and super intelligence came up and super intelligence is basically that thing that we see in all those movies where it's like a robot or something that's like far superior or like far more intelligent than like the brightest or smartest humans ever um the, the fact about it is that people actually don't know when it could happen. It could happen in decades, it could happen in centuries, or it may never happen. And AI experts actually don't know. So stay tuned uh, in life just to see if it comes up.
1: For every benefit I find... Which it's worth saying there are a lot of. There's also a scary number of ways that this artificial intelligence thing could get out of control. I don't know if I... I don't know how I feel. Going to be an interesting conversation.
0: Caleb, the first place I went... The most important place I went... Google Go- Scholar. Google surely. Scholar. <laughs> yes. You did it. I went straight there. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, um, you can't wade far into this topic without getting into your side of things, the scary side.
0: Yeah. That's that, that's what I found. I, uh, I was feeling for you. There was a subject, uh, I forget, uh, which one was it? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, th- that I had the tough end of the stick with a subject that didn't have much... Climate change, yeah, climate change. Not many leaks. It's hard to argue on. against it. <laughs> but uh, this time, it, it was an interesting, very interesting topic. I would have to say. Did Did you feel the same? Yeah, I was.
1: I was going to say, I, d- I feel like yes, it was different to climate change in the sense that you probably have much more to say than you did that week. However, yeah. I also feel like I have a lot to say in favor of artificial intelligence. So I feel like this is going to be much more evenly balanced. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, um, but, did, but it's, it's it's a complicated topic. Let's just exact, let's just say that from the outset, yeah. like from a philosophical, moral point of view, as well as the actual technology behind it, it is complicated on every level.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that, how that's I feel. Saying.
1: Um, so uh, let's let's start on a fun note. I was going to say how I mentioned iRobot. Yeah. Um, it actually goes back further than that. Okay. Um, so I found a blog on um harvard's basically like where they where they publish about exciting things going on in the science world from from harvard researchers okay and i found a great article that kind of did an overarching look at artificial intelligence from from beginning to now so i spent a lot of time working through that and looking up different pieces of information that it gave me but but it basically pointed to the first half of the 20th century and it said that basically which I thought this was awesome because I felt a little bit silly talking about movies earlier in hindsight I was like <laughs> man I feel like that's such an inappropriate way to bring in such an important topic but no. this Harvard this Harvard yeah. article actually said that the that, that sci-fi science fiction is is what bred a generation of scientists yep. and mathematicians and philosophers who were familiar with the concept of artificial intelligence, which which was kind of like the beginning of 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 looking into it seriously as an actual technology and and research and development topic. Exactly um, right. So so do you want to have a guess at what the first uh, movie that this particular article? It was another robot. Um, in a movie that, that like, was referred would it be to as like, like the, the first.
0: OG? The first time that like a a robot, like an AI technology, like took over or something. Is that the first well,
1: time? Well, not not in that sense, not in the iRobot type scenario. Let me give you a hint. Um, this particular robot is referred to as not having a heart. I think some listeners are going, I've got it.
0: <laughs> they may have it, I don't ha- I don't know. Uh, the Tin
1: Man. The Tin Man from The Wizard
0: of Oz. Oh, Oh, okay. Yep. Which is
1: which is a little bit different, right? Because obviously we don't think Tin Man is a robot, but it's this idea of like a machine, um, with no heart or like conscience okay. in the same way that a human has, interacting with a human. So that's that, what this article pointed to, and I was like, I would never have thought of that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that really raises. Well, like that's that's going to be one of my big parts of like what I talk about is the okay the lack of heart. So interesting. <laughs> okay, the Tin Man. The Tin Man yeah, is okay, the first so- one.
1: Okay, so that, that that's the first one. If if you're a listener at home, and you're like, no, that's not the first one. Send it, Send us in your thoughts. But that's what this article pointed to anyway, oh, yeah. and, and and I'm not going to argue with that. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, you kind of have this this beginning of this idea of artificial intelligence come in off the back of science fiction during you know the first half of the 20th century, and and it, it, all things point to um, this particular conference called the Dartmouth Summer Research Project on Artificial Intelligence or DSRPAI conference, um, which happened in 1956. So the the concept kind of began just before that with a guy called Alan Turing who, who did a paper called Computing Machinery and Intelligence um, and he kind of argued for it and said why it would be possible, but for two reasons, uh, it kind of didn't go anywhere at first. Number one, computing wasn't up to it because yep. computers were able to execute commands that you asked them to, but they were not able to store commands. So,
0: so this guy was just so ahead of the, the curve. Like,
1: right. So yeah. he, was, he was arguing, he was right at the beginning of this thing and, and, and it got shut down, A, because like I mentioned, computers could co- execute commands but not store commands. And second, because to lease a computer for a month costed about $200,000 at the time.
0: Whoa, yeah. So it just, it, just, it didn't make sense. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah.
1: yeah. It wasn't going to happen. Like it was too expensive, too complicated. No one could see yet the value. That was all going to change very quickly. Don't worry about that. Yeah. But no one could see the value that, that you know, researching and developing around this area um, could, could bring into the world. So that's where it kind of starts. And then we arrive in 1956 with this conference that I mentioned. And this is pointed to, at least in this article that I spent a lot of my time with, as as kind of the key moment, if you like, where this all kind of began. Um, because this is where the term, funnily enough, artificial intelligence actually was coined. Okay. So there was a gentleman who was part of hosting this conference. So the idea was basically they would bring together every scientist, mathematician they could think of that was interested in this area and they would begin the conversation on this type of technology, and 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 John McCarthy, one of the organizers of the conference, called it artificial intelligence, and that's where we kind of get the term from.
0: How about that? So it's been around for a while.
1: Mm, interestingly, uh, so there there's a, there was a, a software program um, known as the Logic Theorist, right? Um, that was introduced at this at this conference, which yeah. it was kind it, it is is still remembered as kind of the first example of artificial intelligence. What did it in action. do? So basically they used it to prove theorems. So okay. there were mathematical theorems, which is basically like, a, a, you know, we're kind of bre- branching into a whole nother possible area of research. Yeah, here, so I won't yep. go too far into it. <laughs> um, and it's worth saying, I don't even have a full grasp of, of, of what this field's purpose and, and function is. But but basically there's these mathematical theorems that were proven um, and in the past, obviously humans had done that. With classical mathematics so they'd worked out these theorems by themselves but they were able to use this program to prove the theorems in a much more the word was elegant way than what human hand had been able to do so what I assume that means is computers were able to do it more quickly and in a more succinct way
0: you know it'd be really disappointing is if you had solved the theorem and it'd taken you years years to solve and the computer solves it in like a minute (laughs)
1: Well, it's funny you mentioned that. It was—it's funny you mentioned that because there was this guy called Bertrand Russell, who I, I spent thirty seconds reading about. Very significant uh, mathematician, okay. log, logician. So he was like an expert on logic. Um, I'm sure there's perhaps some people going, "Yes, I've heard of that name." Um, and and one of the inventors of this program, the uh, the logic theorist, um, kind of showed it to Bertrand Russell, who was one of the guys who had originally worked on some of these theorems and said hey look i've i've invented a like basically a computer program that can do what you've been working on and apparently he responded with delight um which is interesting because part of part of his it's save him work. In his work was right cuz his whole yeah. goal of, was to, was to prove these things so if yep. there was a better way to do that he was ha- which credit to that guy right cuz i can see what you mean you would be like you, your, gut reaction will be like, what
0: you're going to replace me with well, a robot. Yeah. This comes into like a massive conversation that of just like, mm. you know, one of the big risks of AI is, you know, replacing human work, replacing people with it. And, and I was thinking, yeah. well, in one way, doesn't that sound great? Cause then, you know, we can live life in so many other yeah. ways. Like we can do other things. Um, but how do we earn money? Well, that AI generates money, so we can we can just yeah. keep giving it. <laughs> there's an know.
1: enormous argument there, right? Yeah, there's exactly. An, well, right. not an argument. I shouldn't call it that. There's, there's like, because at this stage, well, yeah. Well, I, I guess it is an argument. There's people for and against it, which is where you yeah. you and I are going to try and position ourselves next.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess it kind of goes into the conversation of like, how far do we we take it? Where you know, development. Mm. How far is de- like, how far can we push development before it becomes you know detrimental?
1: Right, right. So one of the basic arguments behind all of that, which I'm sure you'll get into, is you know humans run the world. I put that in parentheses because we're the smartest. You know, like tiger, a tiger would beat me in a fight, but because I'm smarter than a tiger, yep. tigers don't run the world. We do as humans, right? Yeah. So if we create something that's got the possibility of becoming smarter than us, then do we lose control anyways yeah so there's that well, i'm sure we'll get into that but but let me let me quickly go through so so I, I i referred to that conference if anyone says hey what about what's the history of ai all about we'll mention that conference and you'll be in the ballpark because that is like yeah. the moment apparently where this all kicked off but i wanted to share some of the like particular highlights throughout the years that i kind of read about so first of all uh 1997 this is the first one i wrote down there was a Program developed by IBM, um, Deep yeah. Blue. Have you heard of Deep Blue?
0: I have heard of it. I don't know what it does, so but I've it's, heard the name. It's the computer program
1: that beat the one of, or I don't know if he was the reigning or he had been defeated, but a chess world champion, Gary Kasparov. Um, okay. And Deep Blue defeated Gary in chess, like with all the official timing rules and everything like that. Um, so that, that was a significant moment. Um, windows implementing a speech recognition software yep. that in, in 1997, that was a big deal. Cause it was like a, a, a common use or a mainstream use of artificial intelligence. Um, there was a, there was a robot developed at MIT whose name was Kismet, um, throughout the late nineties. What did that do? Who? So Kismet was able to get this. You can look at, I recommend looking Kismet up on YouTube and, and watching this robot in action. It was incredible, right? But Kismet basically would learn from humans social cues and emotion, and okay. then it could replicate it in, in conversation. So Kismet would so for example, a good example Kismet learned to have personal space. So if you got too close to Kismet, Kismet would make a face to show that it was uncomfortable because you were too close to it.
0: (laughs) That's crazy, right? That is crazy. That is very crazy. Because I mean, some some humans even need to develop that skill. Some humans need (laughs) that skill of Kismet.
1: (laughs) So you're suggesting Kismet's already smarter than some humans? (laughs) We won't name names. Um, and then the last one I wrote down was Navlab, which in 1986, one of the first, very first fully autonomous vehicles. So a, okay. a vehicle that
0: could drive itself. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So some, so some good some moments big there, developments. There, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: But even now, like all of that is fairly elementary compared to what's available now. Um, yeah. And you realize yeah. that. Pretty quickly when you when you when you well, look at recent things to get excited about.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And and then you have people like Elon Musk who would be who would describe himself and I think most people would describe him as like at the forefront at the cutting edge of kind of like AI technology and you know, putting mm-hmm. on cars and those kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. who says I'm he said something like, I'm at the cutting edge and I am so scared about what what is coming in the future yeah. because of this. Um, yeah,
1: it it's a like, it kind of goes back to that idea, like because yeah, you can dive down so many different industries or rabbit holes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, well, let's, different industries. By that, I mean like the application of yeah. the robot in different industries
0: will well, lead to it. different outcomes. Let's jump down those um, those rabbit holes uh, into yeah, okay. the the for and against of artificial technology. We've got a bit of a history there. Um, uh, let's jump down into some of those uh, those areas. I'll just, make,
1: I'll just make a quick note as we do do that. My question. I'm going to ask our expert. I want to ask if we missed any key de- developments. Okay. Um, in artificial intelligence. Like I listed off some of the coolest examples I could think of there, like chess playing computer, <laughs> uh, like personal space aware yep. robot. I'm going to ask if there were any key ones that we missed, but yeah, let's dive okay. into it. Okay. Let's, so let's dive into do some you wanna, the five.
0: Do finest. you want to go first? Uh, sure. Sure. Um, Well, I mean, there's so many... Uh, so many different areas where, um, how do we say this? Yeah, uh, AI could go wrong. <laughs> um, in yeah. the simplest way of putting it, um, because well, like you kind of said before, um, I liked what you said with the the tiger. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm sp- You know, the tiger could beat me in a fight, but because I'm smarter than the tiger, I'm able to lock the tiger up. You know, it's my intelligence that gives me rule over the tiger. And basically throughout, um, you know, into the future, basically we're saying, you know, it's intelligence that kind of gives you reign over something else. It's the intelligence that kind of gives you the upper hand. And so uh, one thing that it said, one thing in my research that I found was um, someone saying, you know, why can't we just, you know, keep this really intelligent thing under control? Um, And (laughs) this person said, he described it as, um, (laughs) it would be trying to keep something like that like this is talking about AI safety, trying to keep AI really safe or put it into a box that we don't even fully understand. It's kind of like being put in, uh, walking, (laughs) waking up in a prison that was built by a bunch of blind five-year-olds. So like the AI technology, if it's far superior to us and we're trying to put it into a box that we don't even understand how to create, then the AI (laughs) will probably be like, I'm smarter than this box. I'm going to get out, like kind of thing. And so- So
1: so kind of that idea that the, you know, if it gets smarter than us, whatever we come up with to stop it from doing things we don't want it to do, it's going to figure out a way to proceed with that.
0: Well, this, yeah. yeah, And and I'll go into probably the first and the biggest concern of AI. Um, Let's say at every single level, I think- that this can apply. But it's that AI is really, really good at executing tasks. Like if we if we create an intelligent AI, it will be really good at executing tasks. So it will be able to right, do, do what Right, which you've actually...
1: You're, you're tapping into one of the benefits, right? It's yeah. Because... Artificial intelligence is able to complete tasks in a more efficient and more accurate way yeah um, for the most part than than humans are able to do specifically if they 're coded for that purpose right so so one of the arguments is oh we'll task so an example is currently this ter- this this term big data right so like the amount of data that we 're able to collect in the current day and age is crazy yep. for a human to process that amount of data. Would be all would be borderline impossible just because of the sheer amount of it. Like it yep. would be clumsy. It would take a very 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 long time. However, robots or artificial intelligence just would smash through. Like that's that's an example of that, right?
0: Yeah. And so uh, you know we're trying to we're trying to get this really intelligent AI to complete tasks. Massive benefit. Yeah, uh, would be yep. great. Uh, however, so how do you flip that? How well, do you flip that? Yeah. Well, well, how how do we try and keep its goals aligned with ours? So Mm. it's really a show of our competence, whether we can uh, set up tasks that we, you know, factor in the human elements of thinking. So they came up with this example. Uh, It was like, you know, we could ask a super obedient AI car, take me to the airport as fast as possible. But if by doing that, you might be getting chased by helicopters. You may get there covered in vomit. <laughs> you may have killed people on the way because it took <laughs> it literally as getting yeah. you to the airport as fast as possible. That's but a really, good example. There's needs to be the constraint of okay, well, obeying the speed limit, obeying mm-hmm. the road rules, uh, n- trying not to get me killed, trying to keep me safe, trying to keep me <laughs> like all these different exactly. things. And yeah. so um, there's the the. Risk that by getting something that is so good at doing tasks, it could just wreak havoc on human society because of Mm. its task orientation and yeah, okay. And so it goes into the thing um, of you know uh, trying to make sure that, in a sense, um, in a sense, we don't put ourselves in a position where the AI gets so. Uh, you know, focused on completing tasks. That it just goes well. Humans just make this task impossible. Therefore, yeah, I right. will wipe them out.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And that's and that's something I came across as well. You already kind of said it. Is is w- the danger comes when something more important than the task, say safety or health or a child, like gets in the way yeah. of of it executing whatever task it's been programmed to do. Yes. Um, so another way to say that is like if its goals are misaligned with ours.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And did you find anything, in especially in the area of AI safety, that was kind of like, hey, yeah, but like, it's an enormous at least area. we're kind of doing this?
1: Right. So there's this enormous um, movement at the moment where basically five years ago, things that they were saying would take decades to accomplish in terms of the AI space, in terms of what the capabilities would be, um, I, I've already happened. So so five years ago, someone was saying, no, that'll never happen for several decades and, and it's happening now. So that's basically going, uh, there's a lot of people, you mentioned Elon being scared. There's a lot of people who are considered to be on the cutting edge of this technology who are saying, okay, well, this is moving faster than we thought, maybe... Maybe we need to be prepared for, for some of the outcomes yeah. that we've that we've considered as hypothetically bad sooner than we thought. So there's this m- massive movement in the AI safety space in that there's almost a race to be like, okay, we need to put some rules and regulations and um, some guarantees and and things in place to make sure that we're all going to be okay faster than we're going to, to be able to develop kind of a super intelligent. Um, version yeah. of artificial intelligence, and and the reason there's urgency or or fear around that is because this super intelligence level is coming faster than everyone thought it would. And it's worth saying as well, I'm sure you read about it. There's there's a theory called Moore's Moore's theory, um, where basically the development of AI is pretty much reliant on our ability to develop computer storage. Yeah. Um. Because we we get to a new capacity for for our computers. Um, to be able to to be able to use them for, and then we saturate that at its current level, and then we kind of reach its capacity, and then we can't really improve it until computers and storage Im- improve as well. So that's kind of like one of the, I suppose, mediating factors in the development of all of these technologies. Um, but obviously, we're going leaps and bounds as far as our ability to store data with this whole big data age. Yeah. Um, so so all that, that's a very long answer to a very basic question you asked me. Yes, I did read about AI safety um, and it seems to be one of the main focuses in this area almost or if not more important than the actual development of AI itself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because in one sense, AI is going to continue to develop and it's already developed pretty... Um, pretty intensely. Like we got drones that can take off, they can fly into war zones, they can fly missiles and they can land without a a single bit of human interaction with it. Like that's exactly. And so, you know, even coming up with things like that, um, so that you have a drone that executes and isn't thwarted by the enemies or able to be changed or anything, you you have to make sure it's not easily turned off. Um, and so even having something that is so, so hard to turn off, um, could actually mean that we lose control of, um, you know, such a valuable piece of technology that has such, you know, catastrophic yeah. powers if it wanted right. to. Yeah. Right.
1: And it kind of comes back to this idea, which is like, uh, not just in this area, it's an idea we've talked about before on the podcast, I'm sure, which is that, uh, you know, a technology or a particular item or whatever or a particular tool whatever it might be is not necessarily innately good or bad it depends no. who's using it Yep. um and to some degree that's that's where this sits because it's like like some of the benefits i have are about the the um, advancements of ai in like the criminal justice system or the medical industry and the, and its ability to reach positive outcomes for people at a much um, more reliable and much more efficient level yeah but in the same breath there also being ai technology that that is similar could also be used to develop a more deadly weapon than we've ever seen before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's jump on yeah. that law um law and medical area. I really like that because there was something else that I found there. Um so there was uh, this guy about 4 years ago uh who was interviewed uh who was talking to the head of a law firm and basically the, the, the man wanted to hire more people, the, the head of the law firm wanted to hire more people, but he's right. obliged to achieve a certain level of return for his shareholders. I mean, you know, being in charge, you want to be able to, uh, you know, benefit those who are helping you kind of thing. Yes, and of so, um, so there was this 200,000 piece of uh, $200,000 piece of technology of software he discovered that could take place, could take the place of uh, ten people who were having a hundred thousand dollars salaries each, um, wow. and that said, that meant that he would save eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay. The software would also increase productivity by seventy percent and eradicate roughly ninety five percent of errors. But what are you? Is this like a hypothetical scenario or something no, that actually went no, down? No, this this is something that actually went down. It sounds um, like an episode of Suits. And there's no legal reason that this guy would you know, shouldn't file the humans. Um, Yeah. He'd feel bad about it. But, but from the point of like being the best thing for the shareholders. Side note, that's also a listed benefit of
1: artificial intelligence is it makes decisions logically without emotion. So maybe he should have put a robot in instead of himself to make this decision.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then that goes into the whole conversation of like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> too much logic is bad. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That's right. Emotion um, might actually be important, but yeah, sorry, I kind of interjected there. So he's facing this decision where he could save himself 800 K uh, a year, pretty much. Yep. Right. Cause yep. then he's got the technology going forward, So It'd be maintenance costs. Or whatever. It'd be over, yeah. it'd
0: be over 800, it would be $800,000 for the first year. And then, you know, and then beyond that,
1: whatever it'd be yeah. more.
0: Um, and so, you know, you've got this great opportunity to save yourself a whole lot of money. Um, but at what, what expense? Well, the expense of, you know, the human heart, (laughs) you know, in the sense of like, I think, you know, in law, that's a particularly, it's a particularly logical, straightforward kind of thing, but there's also, you know, people who listen and, you know, a whole bunch of different things in the area of law where sometimes decisions are made differently to the pure logic and that's why we always have those groundbreaking cases and stuff like that where things change Um, and so it's a very interesting conversation because at what point do you say no we still need humans to do this even if they're less productive and even if they do make more mistakes they're more beneficial to humanity than having something that is faster but more detrimental in the long term
1: Right. So if the outcome of your business is purely to be as effective as possible and as efficient as possible. Then go
0: all for it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> go your hardest, but you're just going to cause 10 people to lose their jobs, possibly going to affect yeah, but that doesn't, to yeah. put food on the table for yep. their children. I mean, I, if they've been earning a hundred K for the last few years, I'm hoping they got a few savings. Um,
0: <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah that's, the,
1: so do you know what
0: happened? No, 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 I didn't, I didn't, well, I didn't copy that into my research area. Okay. Oh, I was less interested, less interested in the result because, um, because it's exactly you know, yeah, it's exa- It's just really just going to be the same. That's going to be the same difficulty for nearly every that- job going forward. Is well, at what point do we replace people who aren't that great at a job? Like, let's yeah. say for example, I don't think this is Well it's true. not even
1: it's not even it's not even that, right? Because certain tasks, it doesn't matter how good you are, you're not gonna beat a robot that's programmed specifically to do just that purpose. Like, yeah, exactly. It's not even just people who are not good at their jobs. Well, if yeah. you work in a job that can be replaced by a robot, you're almost definitely going to be second in terms of
0: quality to the robot it's it's basically any task that's autonomous and you can do it like it's just like you know do it over and over again but like say for example uh, a a garbage driver a garbage a guy who drives like garbage trucks um you know he's just picking up bins and stuff like that and he's putting in the truck and so like there's this task that happens over and over and there's a whole lot of safety and i'm not downplaying that job but Mm. let's say a robot did it well maybe they would be able to you know drive faster or they'd be able to you know Make less mistakes in grabbing bins, or they'd be able to put down a bin perfectly every single time, and there would be no. It's not going to
1: stop and say good morning to Doris, who happened to be walking outside to pick up the newspaper at the exact same time, and spend a few spend a few minutes of precious time. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And so maybe there is a way that you can make it better. Now, then, there is all these people who are out of jobs because this task has now been done by a robot. So Mm -hmm. you know, there is this whole debate of like, at what point um, is it too far? Um, and I guess that's the whole idea of like, well, do we want to become societies that are kind of like, uh, China, let's say, um, where it uses this Orwellian kind of facial technology that, you know, kind of, um, has this big facial recognition on everyone and, and tracks all the things they're doing, whether they're walking across the road at the wrong time or they're doing stealing or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's all these things that come with that. And so uh-huh. there's this whole kind of conversation of like, well, it's good to develop um, and it's good to, you know, move, <laughs> move technology forward. But at what point do we say if we move technology forward – We really just – we may wipe out what humanity is. The world may be a better place in the sense of it, but it won't be a better place for humanity because it won't exist.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And that's – there's this kind of this like paradox there, right? It's like, oh, wow, I don't have to do my job anymore because – a robot can do it better than me okay but how am i going to put food on the table and then if you can answer that question well then you arrive at this like oh well i no longer have a purpose so am i actually happy like there's there's this incredible chain of kind of debates that this whole yeah. area sets off um like deviating away from that optimization of 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 uh of processes kind of we've kind of been on that for a few minutes another aspect of this whole area of artificial intelligence which is quite interesting um, thinking about Kismet, the robot that I mentioned earlier, which learned about personal space, is the whole idea of social interaction with robots. Um, so you can buy several toys now, which are like marketed as toys for your, for your child, which are like robots that will interact with and play with your kid. Um, but there, there's obviously not only in this area. There's a whole whole uh, market, I suppose, for entertainment yeah. um, of of more intimate kinds as well. Um, where artificial intelligence and robots can can replace human interaction and, and help lonely people um, by becoming a friend, and I mean that is simultaneously. Uh, an, a, a a nice thought that a lonely person could find company through through, through and and also well, terrifying.
0: There's a there's a whole movie about it. Um, actually, a friend of ours. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but a friend of ours is a movie director, and yeah. they just got this movie picked up called Two D Love. Uh, that's uh, like all about like someone who found love in a like um in an artificial intelligence.
1: Yeah. Right. So then, you know, like. Okay, is that good or?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, in the sense of like highly logical, it makes no sense for humanity. In the sense of it doesn't help humanity expand or grow in the way of creating more humans. Um, and even saying that, <laughs> I could you could totally open yourself up to be slammed <laughs> if that's your viewpoint, um, because that's highly logical. But that, in one sense, is a decision that a AI would make. It's like well, self preservation must come above, um, you know, uh, my emotions in a sense. Mm. You know, creating the best possible planet must come first. Therefore, I will kill the things that make this planet worse. Yeah. Which is the the problem. The thing that people are scared about is the, you know, the super super, super uh, intelligence kind of thing where mm. it, it's just this thing that's purely just done by logic. And so it... <laughs> wipes out things that are logically uh, destroying the thing that it's trying to enhance.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's right. Because of the the processes that we coded it with, which initially sounded very good, but then all of a sudden the robot takes it further than we meant.
0: is continually that it comes back to uh, how do we make sure that the robots, the artificial intelligence goals align with our goals.
1: Right. I'm kind of seeing three trends emerging here, which are helping me to think of this whole area of artificial intelligence and the debates that go on within it. We've kind of got this, so far we've kind of touched on optimization and effectiveness, so just the ability to complete tasks as quickly and as at a higher quality as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's kind of this area of social interaction, which is quite interesting, and then there's also this level, this this area, this theme that I feel like we've touched on a few times of intelligence, um, where there's this kind of, mm, there's there's this ability to maybe a machine could get smarter than us. Yeah. Um, whether that's possible or not, you know, jury's out for me. That that sounds, and and, and the thing is, the jury's out for the experts from what I read. Did you find anyone who was just overtly saying, yes, it's going to happen?
0: Uh, well, we, I've got some stuff that I'll talk about in the future of artificial intelligence. Um, okay.
1: Do you want to do that? Because we've kind of touched on, well, what did you think of those kind of three categories? I've yeah, got
0: before we jumped into that, I wanted to kind of just reference one thing that I guess we can really see that's actually in our time. We've seen a big okay. artificial intelligence um, breach on... Um, you know, personal data and personal stuff like that. And that's the Cambridge Analytica um, whole thing where... Yeah, okay. Where there was this app developed that, um, you know, was kind of developed to... Get people's political views and see how they were voting and that kind of stuff and then took all their data and made them a profile basically and then made their friends a profile from the conversations they were having and then basically they were able to then look at selling this app and the data on it to political parties to let them know how to like advertise to these people. Um, mm. And so in this app was a form of artificial intelligence that stole a lot of data to complete the task that it was set. And yeah. so th- even that, that's a view, that's a, a, I guess, a way that we can see in recent times how how artificial intelligence can work against against what we want it to do in the pursuit of completing a goal.
1: Which is it, yeah, 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 absolutely. There's an interesting, like, kind of theme that comes out of that is, like, who's responsible? The, the artificial, like... Perhaps in that example, well, Cambridge Analytica was responsible because they developed the yeah. app and they <laughs> yep. knew what it was going to do. Yep. But imagine, imagine a case where someone invented or or, or developed a form of artificial intelligence which they didn't know was going to cause harm. And then it did go on to cause harm. Like who's responsible for that? Do, do you hold them accountable? Even though they were just trying to develop it to get you to the airport as yeah. fast as possible. Do so we hold them accountable to the fact that it actually smashed into 10 buildings and ran over four people along the way. Exactly as well? right. <laughs> Is
0: Elon Musk uh, accountable for his Tesla? Um, when uh, actually this happened a few years back, a terrible thing where the Tesla was driving behind a truck that had a blue back and it recognized it as the sky and so the car drove straight into the back of a truck chopped the head off of the guy driving it um because that you know the artificial intelligence was like this is fine um Mm. you know is tesla responsible for that um and so there's that yeah that whole conversation of and and then how do you hold artificial intelligence accountable (laughs) yeah that's right um yeah and so that's a whole nother yeah, it kind of goes into the future of it, I guess. And um, I, I kind of was reading in the the whole future of it, um, you know, <laughs> AI could actually be so so intelligent that it has a better idea of the constraints that we're trying to put on it than we actually do, which goes into that whole thing of building a prison uh, by blind five-year-olds um, and then being like, oh, well, I can just walk straight out of this Du- yeah. duplo prison like i can yeah. just get up and leave um yeah. and so uh, at the moment there's like all these different things where people are trying to find strategies mm. of how they can you know box ai in physically or like you know online a whole different thing a whole mm. lot of different things of ways of trying to um make it basically adhere to human values uh mm because that's the problem really, uh, which when we think about <laughs> for so many different reasons, humans, uh, human values don't logically make a lot of sense. Um, mm. and so that's a really hard thing to program into a robot that is highly just trying to, you know, complete tasks. Um, mm. and so there's also this thing of trying to create a, uh, a last ditch effort off switch kind of thing. Um, where you know the artificial intelligence isn't doing what we want it to it's doing something different it's not aligning with our values so we turn it off um but, you know, by creating that, then we also create this thing that then the artificial intelligence is like, what is this about? I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to learn about this button and I'm going to press it. And then they press the button and then they render themselves useless. Like that's kind of what they were saying about it.
1: Or they learn about the button and then they're like, wait, I don't want you to push this button because it will yeah. halt my existence. And, and then, then so tries they to manipulate us. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tries to manipulate us not into pressing the button. Uh, meanwhile, you know, growing a defense or whatever, you know. Then we go down the whole sci-fi area of like the the robot gets guns and shoots anyone who tries to push the button, and then builds yeah. a base around the button so that no one can push the button. Like you know, yeah. now we've got a great sci-fi plot. Sci-fi. Yeah. Pl- that's actually plot. that's
1: actually another benefit I read about here is it's kind of aligned is the idea that these robots or artificial intelligence programs they don't have fear, so they can complete tasks that could be um, highly dangerous, I suppose, to humans. Um, but by sending a robot in, and, and then I guess you got this whole moral dilemma where it's like, oh, is it sad if the robot gets blown up while it's down in the mine doing the job that we thought was too dangerous for humans? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but that's another listed benefit is is the idea that we can we can take humans out of the line of fire, I suppose, in certain risks. Mining, I use mining as an example. That was that was an example that was listed. So certain situations where if you send a human in, there's a possibility of the loss of life or severe injury. Well, you can send a robot in. It's possibly going to do the task a lot more effectively anyway. And then if something goes wrong, well, we've lost a robot, not a human. Yeah.
0: Um, but, so, then the, yeah. but then the but then the robot's interested in self preservation and so the robot decides that it doesn't actually want to go into the mine and kills anyone who tries to make it and then <laughs> <laughs> self-preservation. Uh, we're self-preservation back to that point. in robots. Yeah. Great question. It, it, like I mean, that's a human value, right? We want to preserve ourselves. That's why we try and fight off diseases. That's why we try to not like you know, lose limbs. And that's why we mm-hmm. try to look after ourselves because we want to preserve ourselves. And, and that's a large reason that a lot of people, um, uh, you know, have children preserve their family line. And so there's mm-hmm. like this whole idea of like, that's kind of ingrained into us. Well, if we're trying to teach a robot the human values and we're going to try and ingrain it into them, as well. And so, um, it actually comes into this great thing, which may be the, the last thing I say to kind of wrap up the future, but there in 2013, uh, there was this, uh, this programmer who was trying to get this robot, um, to play a Nintendo, uh, game system. And it didn't want to, they were trying to get it to play Tetris, like to win Tetris, be Mm -hmm. the best at Tetris and determined this AI was so determined not to lose at Tetris that that AI simply pressed pause and kept the game frozen. And it comes to this yeah. quote, truly the only only winning move is not to play. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah, funny, kind of funny kind of thing there. But, but that kind of comes into the conversation of, you know, well – Humans would say, well, I'm going to do it time and time again. Whereas AI is like, I'm going to be so logical that I'm just not going to play the game because if I Mm. play the game, then I've got the chance of losing or winning. And if I don't know I'm 100% going to win, then I'm going to just pause. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Very. Um, so in that whole area of future, it, there's so much to watch out for um, mm. in the area of watching out so that we don't die from super intelligence. Okay. Uh, but there's also a lot to be excited about because, you know, yeah. how good would Any it be highlights? to have uh, Rombas who just do everything for us? Not only mm. clean our floors, but they also clean our dishes. And, you know, there's, there's things that can be really exciting. I well, Think about uh,
1: autonomous cars. I was thinking about, I was on a four hour drive the other day and I was... I was just thinking out loud. I was like, imagine if I didn't have to steer the car right now and I could just be watching Netflix or reading a book instead. Like that would be amazing. That'd be great.
0: And, and the idea that, um, having people like having robots that could do, our uh, work for us let's say um and somehow we get benefits from that so that we can live life well you know in one way it takes out the whole idea of work being the purpose of people's lives and so (laughs) you know I don't know what people do you know we're left with so much time it's kind of like the end of the good place left with so much time what do you actually do with so much time when it's endless spoiler alert (laughs) well yeah I didn't really spoil it but yeah sorry sorry yeah. sorry for anyone spoiler alert in in, in, in uh, hindsight um well but yeah. not too spoiled that's good
1: well okay do you have any i feel like i've expressed most of the benefits and i feel like we've talked through what i feel like we're going to be most of the things you brought up do you do you have anything else before we uh say goodbye for now not for long and see everyone on friday with our expert
0: nope I just want to remind everyone: the the truly the only winning move is not to play. <laughs> that's that's my quote for the episode. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but uh, okay. Well, as yeah. always,
1: we uh, we want to hear people's questions, so send them in between now and Friday. We'll have an expert in to answer all of the questions that have come up for Cam and I during this episode after our sixty minutes of study, and we would love to include your
0: questions Surely. in that list. Uh, Other ways that you can be involved is to leave us a review or leave us your thoughts on the podcast via social media or on whatever app you listen to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. We always appreciate hearing from our listeners. And so we hope that, you know, you have found that through this conversation, you've also grown a lot in the area of AI. Uh, But for now, uh, that's this, you know, research episode done, and we'll see you. On Friday, for our expert interview, send your questions in before then so we can ask the expert. But for now, Kim and Caleb from the Hour of Power podcast out for another episode.
1: Time to go watch some robot movies.
0: Yeah.